This episode brought to you by Overly Complicated Oil. Overly Complicated Oil gives your auto matrix the whizmackle zip post struts with the gentle caress of flaming jindowin foam utes that you need to keep driving for miles on end. Make sure your gidgets always wig snickle methy woo the flip-ons at the appropriate gyration with overly complicated oil. Take advantage of our special 3.14195% discount by visiting our website 0c0.biz and make sure to enter capital FRRD88. Eight four seven three five pound sign ampersand asterisk period wiggle thing above the tab button today before three twenty one Eastern Greenwich time to take advantage of this offer. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk, an opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Your schlubby hosts each week are Bryce Hansen, the cool collected nihilist. And David Day, a dude who fucks. <laughs> the new theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. I'm David Day. I'm Bryce Hanson. <laughs> a dude who fucks. <laughs> uh, visit our website, horrormovietalk.com, and click through uh, our Amazon link uh, to help us out. You know, that's up at the top right of the page. You know, you're going to be doing some Christmas shopping anyway. If you go and click that link on our website to get to Amazon, then everything you buy for the next 24 hours helps us out on the show. So do that. That'd be pretty neat. Also, check us out on social media. And, uh, you know, we're pretty active on the Twitter and the Facebook um, not so much on the Insta, but, you know, we, we try. We keep forgetting to take pictures when we go to see movies. We're really bad. But <laughs> I, but I even told David, like, remind me. <laughs> remind me that we need to take a picture when we leave because we forgot to take one when we went in. And then we just left. There's some subconscious <laughs> thing going on there where it's like neither of us is too too keen on looking at ourselves <laughs> more than we have to. So... So we're probably, uh, we're you know, maybe you'd like to see our ugly mugs. I don't know. I don't want to. So just going with that yeah. feel. I mean, we've been kind of lazy recently on social media. We need to step it up. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, but also <laughs> we don't want to that much. <laughs> we will. Uh, yeah. yeah we if, you, if you sent us a message, we would definitely respond to it almost immediately. Yeah. That's for um, damn sure. But yeah, we're not a we're not building a bunch of content for social media. Yeah. Also, um, if if you guys are interested in uh, streaming lots of horror movies for super cheap, you should check out Shutter at Shutter dot com. They're like the Netflix for horror movies. They got a bunch of originals. They got a bunch of exclusives like the, the like 2018's uh, Mandy, which uh, you can't you can't get that anywhere else but Shutter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's starring Nick Cage, and it's fucking insane. Um, so you should. Uh, but the thing thing about Shutter is we have a promotional code through them. So if you sign up for an account, uh, you get w- use while using our uh, HMT at checkout in in the promotional code box, then you get a thirty day free trial instead of a seven day free trial, and you get to help out the podcast. So go ahead and 
Go ahead and hit up Shutter. It's for a year subscription. It's only fifty bucks, so it's like three dollars a month, and you can't yeah. beat that. And even if it's month to month, it's only five bucks. Yeah, it's super cheap, and it's uh, it's it's got tons and tons of classic and cult horror movies on there. And for this month, they have Black Christmas on Shutter. Oh baby, you want to watch that? Oh baby, for the Christmas season. We'll be doing a review of that this month as well. Yeah, we should mention that this month is mostly a horror, uh, a uh, Christmas-themed horror month, including this episode. This episode um, is is about Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension. Remember Toby, the demon from the Paranormal Activity movies? He's back in this one, The Ghost Dimension, where he uh, he focuses on an entirely new family who bought a house that was built on the same site as the house from the third movie. All right? So these these people bought a house. is built on the location of where the third house, the third movie w- was. Clear as sure. crystal. Yep. Got it. <laughs> the, <laughs> the house, okay, so like the house from the third movie burned down, and this is what's there now. Uh, this family has a child who's become uh, the focus of the demon Toby. Uh, this movie was released in 2015, and it was the scariest thing of all. A 3D movie. Uh, they oh, took was it? Yes. Oh, so this explains man, that explains so much. Right. Ugh. I knew. I knew you. That I knew that would be a point of, of realization for you. You'd be like, oh, that explains everything. Yeah. They took a good premise and they fucked it out pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, I'm giving this movie a. Five out of ten. It is totally five. It is totally Oof. average. So I should explain our rating system. It's one to ten, and uh, five is totally average. Ten is great. One is terrible. Five is a very serviceable, just super average movie. This is a super average movie. You gave this a five. I look. We just had this discussion off off mic, which was. I can't in good conscience because I've seen fucking horrible movies. I've seen Slender Man, you know? <laughs> it's incomprehensible. It's it's as though you gave it's as though you allowed the editing process to be done by a three year old. And so this is I understand what's happening. There's a lot of pretty decent um jump scares. It's it ties back the strongest thing this movie has going for it is it ties back. It does what all the paranormal activity movies do and ties back into all the other ones pretty, pretty nicely. So those are yeah, the I'll things. Have a, I'll have opinions about that. Those are the things that this movie does kind of okay, or at least average. Um, so we're we going in, into scores right now. Did yeah. You, yeah. I give it a three. Like this movie bothered me. Like I, <laughs> I was like, uh, I think it was mostly because I enjoyed Paranormal Activity so much yeah. that it takes all of the things that worked with it yeah, and it, said, we don't need that anymore. It, yeah, it, it really... The audience wants something different. It really takes that cross and turns it upside down. And then all of the stuff that, through the series of Paranormal Activities, that's stuff that you don't really care about and doesn't really work that well for the style... Doubles down on it and adds to it. Yeah. It's like, you know, (laughs) when I think about paranormal activity, you know what I don't say to myself? 
My favorite part is the lore. <laughs> I I I mean <laughs> like that's that's not why people liked the movie. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh but three though, I mean I mean it, it it works a little bit. It did work a little bit. Yeah. And it was somewhere to go. But as far as the series, it also works as an anthology very well of just just use a completely different family. Like it doesn't have to be connected. Yeah. Just use use the concept yeah. of found footage, try to like justify why everything's filmed. Yeah. <laughs> and then Show weird, creepy shit happened that, like... That's actually creepy. The neckbeard paranormal investigator would, like, cream their pants about, and then go into an actual movie at the end. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I mean, I could be talked into a four on this movie. Let's put it that way. It's yeah. pretty It's pretty weak five for me. But yeah, it, I, it is, to me, a five. Yeah, that's a three for me. It but, bothered me. I would, I would not recommend seeing it. That's... I'd say, like... Totally fair. Don't, don't do it. It's not mm. worth it. <laughs> It's this is the final installment so far in the paranormal activity series and uh I believe there was some official mention uh made about this being like the the last one but I I also think that the original creator or maybe the guy who wrote 2 3 and 4 uh, I can't I can't really recall the name but I think they're they're thinking about re re revisiting the uh the franchise well, I think the marked ones was supposed to be like a spin-off thing. I I haven't seen it, so I don't even know what differentiates it about it's, it. It's it's it is as closely tied to the series as Ghost Dimension. Um which is to say not very. Okay. But but it does tie back into them. It actually ties back into a, um the first one mm. and the second one. Okay. Yeah, I mean even just reading because it's been years since I've seen any of these movies. Mm-hmm. Reading the Wikipedia entry on the Paranormal Activity series, like describing, this is, the, it's just confusing trying to read the summary of it. Paranormal Activity 1, and then Paranormal yeah. Activity, which is a parallel sequel and prequel. Right. And then 3 is a full prequel, and then 4 is... Ghost Dimension is a parallel to the, sequel to the first one and the second one. Yeah. Four is the sequel to the second one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Ghost Dimension is the... Yeah, it's like... Oh, this is just annoying. And with that, for all of them, it's not like the characters are notable or that the storyline of any of them... Like, I can remember what the new developments in each movie was. Katie is very notable. I'm in love with Katie. You Katie's great. Be nice to her. Right. And Micah's pretty cool too, but I don't love Micah <laughs> like I love Katie. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> no, but you know, the interesting thing about the paranormal activity series is one, two, three, four, and the ghost dimension. Pretty fucking good. Like, or not the ghost dimension. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, and the marked ones. All serviceable at least and yeah. great at best. Yeah. Um, but the ghost dimension is really a, a big old a big old turd on the the franchise name. We jumped right into it. I do have the trailer if we want to play that. Yeah, let's play the trailer. What are you doing in here? 
Is she talking backwards? Is she saying Bloody Mary? What woke you up last night? My friends. Your friends? Katie and Christy. Hi. They lived here? Our daughter is talking to ghosts. This October. What is that? I must be from the people who used to live here. This is so cool. This camera can see things you cannot see with the naked eye. I've heard of spirit photography. I've just never seen it in person. Nothing you've seen. Lee, is there someone in the room? Leela's been playing with something that only she and this camera can see. He's gonna take me away. <gasps> Toby. Can prepare you. What if someone conspired for us to be in this house? I called the agency. I'm looking at her card. Katie, they have no record that she ever worked there. Leela? <laughs> for the final chapter. This is no coincidence. This is part of a prophecy. Of activity. There's Mary. She's going to have a special baby, just like me. What's happening to her? What if this is where Toby's going to take Leela? Leela, come play with me. Paranormal activity, the ghost dimension, October 23rd, only in select theaters. Go to where'stheactivity.com yeah, to find so a theater near you. Very interesting. That's interesting because there's a bunch of shit in that trailer that I don't recall at all. Yeah, and there was a second trailer that played after it that also had stuff in it that wasn't in the movie. We maybe there was multiple. Oh, but we gotta we gotta go back and watch see if what if what if they have a bunch of different you know like the way they did um what was that movie we we watched that had multiple endings? It was Unfriended Dark Web. Oh yeah, yeah. What if they did that with this? Ooh, yeah. Um, That's. The I mean, real the, the changes thing. that I saw were just like. It looked like Mary's gonna have a baby. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, that is not substantial. Well, actually, that one was probably more substantial. Was the prophecy that she was gonna actually give birth to a baby? Because that didn't happen. Uh, and then the the clip that I saw on the other trailer was much more. Exp- well, we'll have to get into spoilers when we talk about that, but uh I think I think we can probably transition into spoilers. Right meow. Right meow. If you guys don't want uh this this average to terrible movie spoiled, <laughs> then definitely don't listen to the spoilers. If you've been waiting for four years or whatever <laughs> it is. Spoilers. So the go- paranormal activity, the ghost dimension, stars um, primarily uh, a family of three joined by two. All right, so we got the dad Ryan, who's played by Chris J. Murray, uh, the mom Emily, who's played by Britt Shaw, and the five-year-old, super creepy-looking little kid uh, Layla, played by Ivy George. I feel like Ivy George has a little bit of a Dakota Fanning thing going on mixed with a little bit of, uh, what's her face from The Exorcist? Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Yeah, she has a vibe about her that I don't, uh, I don't particularly enjoy in a, in a five-year-old. 
so the movie starts out light and ends heavy, like most paranormal activities. Uh, the family who lives in a palatial house is being visited by their super sexy family friend, Skylar, who parades her jubblies around like they're everyone's business. Uh, Skylar is played by uh, Olivia, Olivia Taylor Dudley. And the final... Olivia Taylor Jubbly. Jubbly. <laughs> Um, they feature those things quite prominently, so we're not just being sexist pigs right here. So, But not prominently enough. Right. Some, some yeah, some might say. Right. Um, the final uh, important cast member is Mike, uh, Ryan's brother, who is fresh out of a long-term relationship and is also visiting the family during Christmas. Mike is played by Dan Gill. Uh, the way you know this is a Christmas movie is it takes place in a house with a Christmas tree in it. Yep. The end. That's... And there's the nativity at one point. Right. Wait, what? Well, I mean, oh. in the trailer that we just listened to, that's what she was doing. And remember towards the end of the movie when she's like hammering on the, yes. on the thing, she was playing with the nativity. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I remember where that came from. I was like, a person yeah. having a baby? We're, we're reviewing this movie as part of our special Christmas-themed series <laughs> for December, and... Christmas does not feature at all in this movie other than it being during that time. There's a Christmas tree in the house. What are you talking about? That's it's it. a central focus of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're in, uh, I think they're in Santa Rosa. Sure. In this, uh, in this house. Um, Ryan and his brother uh, find a box outside while putting up Christmas lights. So they kind of just recently bought this house. And so they're, they're, they're going through, they got a lot of boxes. And so they're going through the boxes for the Christmas lights, uh, him and his brother. And they find, uh, a soup, a box full of VHS tapes and a souped up video recorder that would make doc from back to the future jealous. <laughs> um, this thing, they like for like, they take it apart to show how crazy it is. And it looks like the inside of one of those souped up gaming PCs, you know, it's got like mm-hmm. fucking lights and like a bunch of, it's got extra tubes, mm-hmm. you know, within mm-hmm. and more tubes. No- Normally cameras have three of these tubes. This one has six What to see more ghosts, more ghosts. <laughs> These are the ghost tubes. And this camcorder becomes the portal for the audience to see 3D shit. And God, is it boring shit. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the 3D effects in this movie, it's like, it's like someone was learning. How, it, it's, like, it's like someone was making a, a, a really impressive, uh, what do you call it, for, for your... Uh, you know, you have you have like a um, a portfolio. It's uh-huh. like someone was making a portfolio reel with here are the impressive things I can do in 3D, and mm. then like that, like all the weird effects that came from this movie are yeah. featured. I mean, it's <laughs> in terms of like using 3D. You know, in Avatar, it was notable for me, probably not because of the tech that was used to how much more realistic it was, but more the uh, the limited use of it. It was very much more atmospheric right. and not like, look at this thing in, yeah. your, in your face. Yeah. And this goes back way back then, like old 50s horror movies that are in 3D, like 
it's all about jumping things into your face. Right. That's all we're using it for. Or not even. Like, if it, at least if it was jumping things into my face, I would go, oh, okay, this makes sense for a 3D movie. But a lot of the, a lot of the shit that's, that's 3D in this is like there's a haze. You know, there's a fog mm-hmm. that you step into all the time. And that's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's supposed to be scary and spooky. And it's just fog. Right. Like, it's, it's like dirt in the air. Yeah. And then there's another um, piece where, well, we'll get into this um, in in a, in a little bit here. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep running down a little bit of the the summary of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so they so also with this souped up camcorder, they find a bunch of VHS tapes, as I said, and the tapes reveal a good portion of the footage from the '80s movie, The Paranormal Activity Three, uh, where the original sisters Katie and Christy were used. Uh, by the cult present in the third and fourth movie to foretell the future and communicate with Toby. Uh, one of the many problems with this movie as, as we're, uh, we're kind of leading into is that it focuses too much on the boring 3d visual effects. Uh, there were quite a few visual effects that are just kind of cool to look at, but not as effective as a real person standing over their significant other for three hours in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know, you could have you could have made a very effective movie if you just followed the formula from number one that worked. Yeah. Like, she gets up in the middle of the night, she stands over her husband for three hours, and it's horrifying because the concept is scary. Not the visual, like, the visual of it, not, not so not so scary. It's yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's such a bad idea. Say what you need to say. Like, I think even even like the taglines for this. Let me let me find. Yeah, they're this. bad. I think I stole one of the taglines and altered it a little bit because it was so laughable. Okay, here's <laughs> yeah. This shows the disconnect between what worked with the first movie and. Uh, what you want to accentuate right. in preceding movies. The tagline for it is, for the first time, you will see the activity. Right. Which is... Like, no. That's exactly don't. what worked about the movie. <laughs> Sorry. Don't don't show it. Right. Like, it's much more... Yeah, it's better to just let the viewer make up shit in their mind. Yeah. You know? Instead, we're given 3D fog... Some, and CG monsters. Some there's some goop that shoots from the floor to the ceiling, and it's like black goopy demony shit. Yeah, and it it's not scary. It's just goop. This could have been a prequel to Venom. Really, yeah. it looks yeah, it looks, looks like, like the symbiote. Yeah, it looks like the symbiote only in a like a tube, mm-hmm. poop poop shoot tube. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some demon figure that kind of zooms around so fast that you can't make out more than a blur of movement in you know it's it's the thing that zooms into the into the viewer's eyes in the 3D way that it does very fast with very loud sounds yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah overall they don't do a lot for ghost dimension in fact they really they really work against the movie very very significantly and it's not even a ghost dimension they don't they don't talk anything about a dimension if anything it should be called the ghost hallway yeah i don't know the hallway i don't know that that's the ghost dimension it would make sense i mean it probably is i mean the goopy like underwater effects like when he's first 
uses the camera. That's probably the ghost dimension. Yeah, I think the ghost dimension is what the camera allows you to see. Well, is that just a more diluted version of the demon that eventually gets a little more solidified with the black goo stuff? Or is that an actual, like, rift in some kind of dimensional thing? Or Yeah, I don't know. Like, watching it, overthinking it, that's the other thing. is like, you watch it and you're like, okay, I think I know where they're going to go with this. And then they just don't use any of the possibilities that they could go with. Yeah. It's like, no, we'll just use the cheapest thing. Yeah. The cheapest thing is cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and we got these... We're spending a lot of money on 3D, so let's just have stuff jump out at the screen a lot. You know, and it's not even... So, the the demon from 1 is never shown. It's hinted at a lot. It, so, there's even one part where they, you know, shit's getting real at night. They're, they're, they're being messed with heavily. And they know that there's a presence in the house. And so, they put baby powder in the hallway. And um, at night... As you're watching the video recording of the whole thing, oh yeah, footsteps yeah. appear in the room because it stepped in the baby powder and then it, you know, it tracked the baby powder throughout. So this invisible, invisible thing, like that, was the most effective part of that movie for me. Was like, oh, this thing's physical; it's just invisible. And so in this movie, I was like, so you get to see the you get to see the demon. So maybe it'll be cool and have you know maybe it'll be a thing. It wasn't. It was just goopy shit. Or, like, fog, mist. Yeah. It was just fucking such a letdown. It's just a bad idea to show it. Yeah. And it, it happened early and often, too. Like, they... That was part of the charm of the first movies, is that it took its time yeah. to, to ramp up. And this one is just like... All right, we're in a paranormal activity. Look at look. There's a camera. Oh, look! There's weird stuff happening. Whoa! What is that? Yeah. And then it just goes from there. Like there's much more of a ramp up in the original ones, and a lot more doubt and like, well, that could be anything, you know. Um. Yeah. Another way that this uh, this movie didn't didn't work very well was it ditched the stationary cameras. So instead of right. <laughs> That worked really well for all the others. Yeah, and then, like, that was one of the questions I had, is they never really even try to have a good explanation for why they're videotaping everything. Right. Like, it starts out with a, like, a prank video. You're like, okay, I get it. It's Christmas. Everyone's visiting. They're showing a video of them doing funny things. But... There's no explanation. Like, the most that they do is there's, like, apparently the father is, like, he knows stuff about cameras. He's got, like, a cabinet that's full of camera paraphernalia and stuff. So How convenient. But that doesn't explain why he's videotaping everything, even before they, like, find the old camera that sees ghosts. Right. In the first ones, the premises, they're usually stationary cameras. And if they're not, they're documenting this weird thing that's happening. Right. And furthermore, to pay more attention to this stationary camera thought, it worked because it was really kind of the first time that that had been done in a found footage movie. Yeah, and it was completely neutral. It was like totally it- neutral. And there's a sense of being beholden as the audience to being forced into watching these dreadful shots uh-huh. of a stationary frame and all... That happens, so 15 seconds, you're looking at a pool. 
And now your eyes looking around like, oh, there's a there's a pool skimmer in the pool. It's moving around, and then something in the background moves, and you're like, oh. Yeah. And so so then your your brain gets trained during the course of the movie to be like, in every single one of these shots that they're just gonna kind of like they're gonna show to me on on a loop, there could be something moving, and now you're looking for it, and you're like, oh, this is dreadful. Oh, and it really does an effective job of ramping up the tension. Yeah, and it's great because it works. It uses so little yeah. because you don't there, have to have anything. Yeah, there's some points where it shows the feed and nothing happens, and you're like, "Oh, well, nothing happened that day." Yeah, yeah. Moving on, or or just a little bit of wind blew and yeah. blew the sheet up a little bit. It's like, yeah. The other part of that, in addition to the spoopy cameras or stationary cameras, like the most important feature of Paranormal Activity, the original one, was the sound design the the creepy like rumble oh yeah that accompanies the uh, presence of the ghost is used really effectively to communicate like dread yeah and shit's about to go down get ready and sometimes that rumble comes and it's like yeah a sheet you know like a a page from a book flips over and you're like oh yeah it's that spooky sound yeah it's that spooky rumble <laughs> Spooky Rumble's back. Oh, yeah. And it's it's all used to communicate the presence of this paranormal activity. In this movie, <laughs> it doesn't work because they don't understand what that is because they just start using that rumble and they cut between shots in different locations of the house and the rumble's still there. It's like... No, it's like... This is getting me worked up. You're supposed to show... It works because it's stationary, and you're not seeing anything, but you're being communicated to that something is here. Right. And in this movie, it's just used as literal ambient sound to to rumble and say, like, stuff is going on. It's like basically making the wall shake. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. I think what's happening right now is something that hasn't happened in this uh, in this podcast yet, which is I'm moving my score down to a four. Yeah, <laughs> this is making me up. This is making me. The more I think about this, the more upset I'm getting. <laughs> so, so as we as we're as we're talking about like this, like I have the whole write up prepared and everything. I'm changing my score to a four. Um, based on our our talk about this, because yeah, this is this is really just annoying to me. And then the stuff that they chose to do in addition, like with the camera, is this weird glitch CGI at the end, like the the <laughs> instead of showing a neutral camera view of showing weird shit happening, like. Um, drawers actually opening and books actually falling down and weird stuff like moving in the end like the final part where everything's going down it's all obviously CGI yeah. and, and it's made to look like it's a video glitch yeah in the camera and I'm like what was that choice like i don't i don't understand wait it fundamentally doesn't understand what works about 
this about the series of yeah. the reality of it. It's tying it down to reality. Right. And it's literally making it look like a way that could not exist in reality can only exist in a film or a computer. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, okay, well, this is this is dumb. That's that's very true. And we haven't even talked about how terrible the writing was. I mean, not that the first ones were good, but it was pretty simple. The like, interesting thing they, they did not they did not like try to to be more ambitious than the plot could give them, you know. Right. And like for me for this movie, I was watching it um like pirated on some random streaming site. Whoa, no you didn't. You watched it totally. I mean, I watched it. I I but I watched a legal copy. I mean, as far as I know, yeah, it was a website. Right, it's not my fault that they didn't pay licensing. Okay, um, and I was like doing other stuff, and usually I'm like ah, I should probably pay attention, but for this movie it wasn't necessary because there was a lot of exposition about it. They just blatantly just tell you like, so this is happening, and this is happening, and this is what this means. And it just does that a couple times, and that's one of my pet peeves is how lazily movies can handle exposition. Because you can't do it in a more interesting way other than just telling the viewer what they're supposed to understand. You want me to really nail a nail in the coffin right now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to blow your mind um, with how right you are, which is the first Paranormal Activity had no script. Right. It had a loose script. Right. Where And Micah and Katie were allowed to just riff. And because they worked so well together, they were able to come up with really believable dialogue. Mm -hmm. They just had it, you Mm -hmm. know? They just had whatever it is that allows you to act really well together. And so there was no, like, word-for-word script Mm -hmm. almost at all. Right. And this one had that. And And it it was was terrible. (laughs) Yeah. And it was obvious. Here's here's my... The one that I had to write down. You got well, some examples of how bad two. the writing is? Yeah. One was, what's Bloody Mary? No. Like, uh, are you really going to explain what Bloody Mary is? The game that every person on in, in America has played? Yeah. Or at least understands what it is. Yeah. It's already cheap to use it in this movie because it's like just a cheap, ooh, this is spooky. Yeah. And it's not because it's... You know, there are movies made about Bloody Mary already. Yeah. And what, like, they didn't even try to tie it in, a reasoning for why, because it's just, oh, it's a spooky game that the kids play, and so now a ghost is here. Um, The second one, my favorite, was, Father, what happened to her eyes, and why are they black? (laughs) Dear God. Dear God. Well, you just answered it for yourself, and I don't know. And I don't know. And evil. I mean, are you not aware that we're battling a demon? Yeah. Like, you, you, you called in the priest because there's an evil demon in your house. What's the purpose of that line? Father, why is this weird thing happening? Is it for uh, the hearing impaired? Or, or is it for the visually impaired? <laughs> not the hearing impaired. Is it for people who can't see the movie? What what's the purpose of putting that line Maybe, in the movie? Maybe I don't know. That's so weird. Because it was green. Because the, that, you know what would would have been better? Her eyes turned black. Yeah, just say it. That yeah. would be better than saying, "What happened to her eyes?" 
And why are they black? Also, let's negate this sentence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, it was painful, some of the exposition and just some of the reactions. And, I mean, it's a thing that um, some of these found footage movies suffer from is they set up the premise and force themselves into a corner to make the reactions to the happenings unrealistic. And this is an excellent example of that, of like, hey, look, I have a videotape of something that's never been seen before and proves the existence of ghosts. And then the other person goes, you're being crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, really. You notice how... Stuff is moving off the walls and there was an evil presence trying to kill you. I got a videotape of it. <sighs> you and your hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is like, irrefutable, bitch. Would you take two seconds and look at this? It's like, what? Why? Yeah, so some some of that stuff of just the reactions to it and they're like, yeah. all right, try to, try to base it in reality in some way. If that's the, if you're trying to use found footage as your format. Yeah. That's the other than doing that, it's just a shitty movie. Yeah. It's just a really shitty script and a cheaply made movie if you don't try to make it seem real. So with the characters and the dialogue and all that stuff. As I'm thinking back to it, because I, I watched um uh the marked ones. I watched the <clears> fifth <throat> the so Ghost Dimension is the sixth iteration the franchise and the marked ones is the fifth and i watched that recently as well and i'm realizing that the marked ones had a lot of the same issues like they ditched the um they ditched the stationary cameras and um and a lot of the audio uh cues but it still worked pretty well it was still a pretty decent movie because you cared about the characters Right. And and the the writing was good. Yeah. And um and it was it it was legitimately spooky. This yeah, this um this one is by far the worst in the series. Let's see here. Here's the here's some of the stuff that I feel that Ghost Dimension did a good job with. Uh it did a good job on capitalizing on on the story of the paranormal movies. Right? So uh, it's eerie to see how the VHS tapes refer to the family in real time. So this family's watching. They find this box of VHS tapes, and they're like, Matt and his brother are watching. Ryan and, his, and Matt are watching them. And this little girl in the tape, who's Katie or Kristen or Christy or whatever from the first movies in the 80s, is narrating what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. She's saying... Oh, and one of them sneezed, like bless, like a bless you, and uh, at right after he sneezes, and like that's a premise that would make me shit my fucking pants. Right, like if you're watching a video from the '80s and the video is narrating your life, that's upsetting, and uh, and it you know that gave me chills, and um, it's an interesting concept, and then it completely jumps the shark when. They send the current girl back in time yeah. to the 80s. Yeah. Why? Like, what was the benefit of that? Well. We just needed to connect it more. No. <laughs> like, I, I don't. Yeah. No. No, wait. Why did she go? 
<laughs> I mean, I well, because that's where the things happened. That's where the witch's coven was. So in order to, but right. the movie so that, was already done. That that doesn't... we needed to get back to the eighties. We gotta go back to the future. We gotta go back to the future. Holy shit! It is back to the future. This is the back to the future of the ghost dimension of the of yeah, the paranormal, paranormal activities. Activity. Yeah. Why couldn't the demon find another little girl in the eighties? There's lots of little girls in the eighties. Why? Why wait thirty, forty years? Like, I, if I was a demon and wanted, to if you're a demon, be reincarnated uh, personally. I'd uh, I wouldn't be that patient. I'd See, want to make it happen. Patient t- demons don't experience a linear time. Are you fucking crazy? Plus, in the ending of the movie, the demon gets reincarnated in the eighties. So why would it need? Why would Paranormal Activity one, two, and one, two, and four need to exist. Like I said, the demon already. Demons don't experience linear time. Time is a just hu- a construct of your mind. No, man. but he's like a real thing now. He's like a corporeal Being person thing. at the end of the movie, and he steps into frame. And you're like, oh no, he's real. He's a he's he's in our world now. He's got no face. He's got no face. <laughs> he had no face. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, so it just it doesn't make any sense. See, that's that's my thing is like, yes, it's kind of interesting how they tie the movies together. But if there is any series that would not need to do that and just risks creating more problems than they need to, is the Paranormal Activity series. Like I said, I don't care about the lore of Paranormal Activities. I like the premise and the execution of it. Yeah, that's that's very true. And you can you could just repeat it. Make little tweaks. Use a different family. Um, it would still work very use well. Different personalities. Yeah. Same situation. Um, different endings, and you could make these in perpetuity. Yeah. But no, they're like, no, we gotta, we gotta stick with these particular characters. Let's fuck this out real hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, this I appreciate this movie because it did his, a historic thing for our podcast. It allowed us. To change our opinions on the fly, mm-hmm. me, I moved my score from a five to a four, which I think is important to do. I think it's important to be able to, you know, reevaluate <laughs> honestly. Like, at, once you make a realization, you don't stick to your guns and keep saying you're right over and over again. You mm-hmm. admit you were wrong and you move on. Mm-hmm. You, and then you move forward, being a better person, which is what this podcast is about. <laughs> So thank you, Paranormal Activity, the ghost dimension. <laughs> you've made us a you've made us both better people. We're better for having watched you. <laughs> Even though we wish we never did. <laughs> so one uh one part uh I, I didn't realize I had uh I had printed our script um double sided, and so I skipped a big portion of the show. Um, not a, not a huge portion, just kind of the intro. So I'm going to go back in time right now. Well, you can just say what we do, what we're doing next. Okay. What we're doing next is we're going to be doing tagline two bits, taglines, which is a bit where we do, we, we write new taglines for the movie that are more apropos to, you know, maybe what we think 
should have been the tagline. And then, uh, and then we'll also be doing lifetime movie or horror movie, which is a fun game where I read the description of, of lifetime movies and horror movies and Bryce has to figure out which, which it is. So without further ado, we will be doing taglines. Here's taglines. You go first. Paranormal activity, ghost dimension. What's Bloody Mary, though? <laughs> what is she? What is that? Explain. You can't explain that. Um, paranormal activity, the ghost dimension. This camcorder can hit 88 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> paranormal activity, the ghost dimension. There, look, there's the demon. See, look, there he is. You get to see him. Happy now? Happy? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now. <laughs> so mine, so this one is a, is a ripoff of the actual tagline, okay. but just amended. Okay. For the first time, you will see the activity. You'll wish you didn't. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> you really wish you won't. <laughs> didn't see that activity. Yeah. Paranormal activity. This is another tongue, mealy mouth one. Paranormal. We're very paranormal activity. You guys mentioned. Just like paranormal activity, just without the stuff that works. <laughs> just a just just a, a a movie that you put in your can in into your VHS player. Watch it. Uh, paranormal activity. The ghost dimension. From the people that brought you Paranormal Activity, and Paranormal Activity 2, and Paranormal Activity 3, and Paranormal Activity the Marked Ones, and Paranormal Activity 4, we bring you Paranormal Activity the Shitty One. (laughs) (laughs) Paranormal Activity the Ghost Dimension. Why are we filming everything? I don't know, it's Christmas, don't overthink it. Shut up. (laughs) I like it. Don't overthink it. And that was taglines. Taglines. Next, we're going to be moving into lifetime movie or horror movie. To this, I just realized like the other thing that I wanted to talk about is how many missed opportunities there were in this movie. Uh, go on. Of just ex- explaining things or exploring things that just weren't like. So this this friend of the family, the the hot one. Yeah. First of all, I never quite understood what her relation to the story was or why she was there. To be but, the hot one. But she like. Alludes to like Feng Shui and New Age stuff. Pronounced like it's pronounced Feng Shui. Okay, and uh, 
saying, you know, she can change the energy of an environment. Like, and you would assume, like, oh, yeah, they're going to use that. She's going to try to do something that's going to fail horribly or something. They just do nothing. They just choose not to yeah. not to do anything. They yeah, just do happen, the it? most generic, like, let's call in a priest. And then the priest comes in, and I thought, like, they're spreading holy water and stuff on the floor. And then it shows, like, the night view or something. And then the, the water on the floor is in the shape of a pentagram or something. And I'm like, oh, shit. They're doing it to where the priest is actually, like, the demonic priest. And he's, like, helping them. Like, no, he's just actually just a priest. Nah, this is just the thing I do. I like to draw stars he's just, with a circle around them. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. He gets bit. He gets bit by a little girl. And then... Get that spider away from me. I don't want to get bit. Anyways, <laughs> what a dumb movie. Oh, <laughs> he's so angry. Dumb movie. God damn it. Okay, so a Lifetime movie or a horror movie. Sorry, continue. This is a bit uh, where I read the descriptions of some movies. They're either Lifetime movies, uh, which is a channel uh, with a primarily uh, female audience, uh, or... A description of a horror movie, and Bryce has to guess if it's a Lifetime movie or a horror movie. As it turns out, the descriptions are not far apart. <laughs> All right, so here we go. This, this is a long first one, so, so bear with me here. A young mother suffers her worst nightmare, the drowning of her young daughter. Two years later, Jamie gives birth to another girl. After a series of suspicious accidents, Jamie becomes haunted by fears that her dead daughter's vengeful spirit has returned in the new baby. Is she right? Or is guilt over her daughter's death pushing her sanity over the edge? Is that a Lifetime movie? Or is that a horror movie? I mean, that's that's like both. But I think it's a Lifetime movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, Hush Little Baby, a Lifetime original series, m- movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that one sounded familiar, so I might have had that one on my list. Yeah, sometime, so. I was worried about that because this yeah. is this is a this is a bit that Bryce dreamt up. And so he's been over a, quite a few <laughs> Lifetime movie descriptions. Yeah. Which I I don't expect Bryce, Bryce to do poorly on this. We'll see. We'll see. It's hard. I mean, it's it is hard. It's hard because it's because the because basically it's almost indiscernible. Indiscer- yeah. I mean, that could have been easily been either, right? Yeah, right? There's just little hints, and even and sometimes there isn't even little hints. Yeah. Okay. Next, Rebecca must unlock the terror behind her little brother's experiences that once tested her sanity, bringing her face to face with a supernatural spirit attached to their mother. Is that a lifetime movie? Or is that a horror movie? That's a horror movie. What? How'd you know? <laughs> that's Lights Out from 2016. That that's Lights Out was a big one. Because there's nothing about a divorce. <laughs> and there's nothing about... It's about Rebecca. Know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Just felt... Didn't didn't feel uh, lifetime enough for well, me. Well, your women's intuition really mm-hmm. kicked does, in there. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, here's our third one. So, price is two for two so far. Restaurant hostess and mom, Joanne Sanders, has to work late one night. After she leaves the restaurant, she accidentally cuts a car off on the highway. 
This driver takes it personally, and he begins to stalk and harass Joanne. That sounds an awful lot. That sounds... I mean, I gotta say Lifetime movie. Do, do, are you sure? Positive. Yeah. Damn that's, it. That's a, that's a deadly <laughs> encounter. That's a Lifetime movie. Yeah. I wanted it to not be. But yeah, that sounds like very much a Lifetime movie. <sighs> I'm not as good at picking these yeah. as you are. Or maybe you're just really good. The trick is finding the horror movies that are based around domestic uh, violence. I did. Lights. Oh, around domestic violence. Oh, or okay. based around like specific, like the, the one that you chose was pretty good. Yeah. Like based around home life yeah. and like relationships. And then choosing the lifetime movies that are as close to horror as possible. Mm-hmm. Stereotypes exist yeah. for a reason. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Bryce is three for three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got two more. Okay. Okay. A couple adopt an orphan child whose dreams and nightmares manifest physically as he sleeps. That's it. That's the whole description. <laughs> I can I'll say it. I'll say horror movie. You're going with horror. Yeah. You're correct. Four for four. That's I mean, you do really good at these two. Like it's it's only like one or two that that I throw you off on. That's before I wake from 2016. Damn, Bryce is on a roll. Okay, let's, okay, last one. Let's see if we can stump him with this last one here. A group of scientists band together to save the world from mutated killer tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Is one of the tomatoes divorce or divorcee? I don't know. That's all it says. Is there any domestic violence that happens with the tomatoes? I, I can't be sure. I'm sure there's some intrigue. I'm going to say horror movie. No, I'm sorry. That's a Lifetime movie. Damn it! <laughs> Broke my streak. <laughs> yes, you're right. It's 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 called Return to Alice's Restaurant. Okay. No, no, that's uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Nice. <laughs> which which has become somewhat of a recurring theme with me. I I like that movie a lot. So okay. that that was Lifetime movie or horror movie. So. Uh, to wrap up, uh, I kind—I I forgot to... What if we learned? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd like to do the final recommendations um, on who would like Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Look, if you enjoy the Paranormal Activity series in excessive amount, uh, it's worth a watch. Just to just to just to appreciate how good the other ones are. Mm-hmm. If you are completist of series, right. Um, you will watch it and you won't enjoy it. Uh, it ties into the movie that many people cite as being the best in the Paranormal Activity franchise, which is Paranormal 3. Hmm. Um, and it ties directly into 3. Uh, so if you're looking to impress someone with your impeccable found footage taste, don't start with Ghost Dimension for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I just can't even recommend it. It's just not even, it's not even a good movie. I can't imagine... Who would really like this movie? Yeah, there must be someone, but you know, it's got a it's got a couple decent jump scares in it. And if your friends are real jumpy and yeah. <laughs> you just like to watch them jump around, then as as with most of these movies, the experience is probably much better in the theater. Oh, and, yeah. and this one, since it's in three D, like that's probably you missed your you missed the boat if you didn't see it in the theater. 
if you were going to like anything about it. You could have seen glorious 3D gloop. Yeah. Yeah. But but you can't now. So Hard meh. I, I can't believe they're still producing movies in 3D. I thought it would be gone the way of the Dodo by now. But people must fucking love that shit. Well, the studios love it because they can charge more for tickets. That's yeah, it. yeah, but everybody hates it. I mean, I, I guess not. Maybe they I don't. don't. <laughs> Maybe some people are like, fucking 3D, bro! Woo! Woo! 3D! Ow! Like, it's yeah, so strange know. to me. Yeah, I don't get it either. So, with that, um, that's our episode. If you're still sticking around, thanks for listening. Uh, share us with a friend if you can. That helps us out a lot. We are looking to grow, and we're doing pretty good at it right now, but we can't grow unless you share. So, please do so. Rate us on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere you listen to us. Um as we said at the start of the show, we joined the Amazon Associates program, which means that all your Christmas shopping can go to help us if you just use our use the link at the top of our website, horrormovietalk.com. There's a link at the top, at the top right, and you use that to get to Amazon and then do your shopping. And yeah, that's you all you got to do. You don't even have to buy anything from the page that we link to. You can buy anything you want yeah, once just, you land on that page. You just have to click through that link. And hey, if you want to really help us out, click through that link and then bookmark it, and then use that as your use that bookmark as your portal into Amazon. That'll let us wet our hungry beaks. Help to support the pod. Also, remember to um, check out Shutter at Shutter dot com. It's the Netflix for horror movies, and uh, if you enter our promo code HMT at checkout, you get. 30-day free trial of Shudder, which is better than what they normally give you, which Mm -hmm. is a seven-day free trial. And they got a bunch of exclusives on there that you should check out because they're really, really good. And, you know, I mean, they got a ton of cult classics, a ton of legit horror movies. Like, I think Halloween 4 and 5 are on there. There's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Joe Joe Bob Briggs' um, series is back, and his... And his original series is there for streaming. It's a bunch of fun stuff on there. So you mm-hmm. guys should check it out. Enter enter HMT at checkout. Also, take our audience survey if you like. Help us uh, help us figure out what our audience is like, what you're like, and what you do and don't like about the show. That's uh, at the top banner of our website at horrormovietalk.com. Uh, so without further ado, thank you very much for listening and have a great week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.